0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Yo, what's going on, everybody? I appreciate y'all coming back for another episode of Off The Line Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Eugene. i wanted one of the hosts of the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Fantasygenes. that's G-E-N-E-S. You can follow our official Twitter handle, off the line FF. And as always, I'm joined with my other host of the show, Ike. And you can follow him at just underscore ike 9 Man, how you feeling today on this talking about week six? How you feeling?
0: Episode forty five. Episode forty five. Uh, getting getting rolling, getting rocking and rolling. Uh, but you know, I'm feeling okay. I'm uh, I got my leg, got my leg uh, oh, yeah. elevated. So those of you don't know, I tore my Achilles. Man. Wednesday night so I wouldn't be destination Devi if I did not tear my Achilles so shout out to Ray <laughs> GQ It's <laughs> currently recovering as well uh, appreciate th- appreciate all the helpful tips I will be sure to implement some of those in my recovery and my uh, operation is tomorrow morning so uh yeah I' just gotta get ready for that but outside of that i'm I'm pr- I'm, I'm hanging in there. As best I can. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited to talk talk some more ball, uh, you know, just t- kind of recap week five and, and see what's on the docket for week six.
1: Yeah, man. Hopefully you get the uh, the James Robinson recovery, not the uh, the Cam Akers. We want you to, to be able to, to look usable right away, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> even though even though Acres came back a lot a lot quicker, but hey, he, he wasn't. Sure but sure, but he's he wasn't usable. So good. So touche. Touche.
1: Yeah. Recap <laughs> real quick before we get into the, the quick news and reactions of the previous week. Uh just recapping prize picks. Uh we did pretty well. I know I, I went undefeated on two and zero. Dallas Goddard and Chubb, they smashed with their uh prize pick lines basically right at right before halftime or at the beginning of the third quarter. And I know Ike, you went, you split. You had, you had the Elijah Moore that didn't hit because you know Zach Wilson got to spray the ball to everybody. Everybody got to get get love on in that offense when he's when he's a quarterback.
0: Yeah, and no, and no wide receiver had more than four targets, so that was very very disappointing. And yeah, that Jets that Jets passing game, I you know, I, I think that's an avoid for now until we see some sort of consistency out of all the all the other pass catchers. Um Hall is nice though. And Brees yeah. Hall's really nice. Uh, he's destroying uh, destroying fantasy right now. Every single week he, his snap shares go up and every single week he continues to produce like a top 15 running back. I believe every single week he's been a top fifteen running back. I remember seeing a tweet, something along those lines, but he's been in the top fifteen every single week. And you know this last the last two weeks was you know, specifically RB eight, uh, 60% rush share. You know, coming off of a 60 percent rush share, which is the highest of the season, he's getting all the long down the distance, all the short all the short distance. Um, you know, fifty six of the fifty six percent of the uh, you know the, the RB routes ran, and hundred percent of the snaps inside the five. So he's turning into a every week RB one before mm-hmm. our very eyes. The breakout was here. I know me personally, I tried to trade for him in almost every other league that I did not have him in last week Uh and owners didn't budge. I saw a few (laughs) owners that did not have him even in their starting lineups, which was really, yeah, but I was able to have, I was able to get one owner to bite and I did trade him. I did trade for him straight up for James Robinson, but the trade didn't go through. Uh, It's going to go through tomorrow morning. Uh, cause oh. it didn't go through before kickoff, but hey, the, hey, I know that guy has a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, and there's nothing, there, there ain't shit he can do about it. So, Hell <laughs> so that, that team, that team is three and two and I already have Christian McCaffrey on that squad, Ooh. Christian McCaffrey, Patrick Mahomes, Travis, Kelsey, AJ Brown. So that team, Jesus. is that team is ready to rock. Yeah, man. Road,
1: man. That so salute to that win, man. To, yeah. to get that in before before he he saw the the hundred yard passing game and the the almost hundred on the ground. Yep. I know well, he's like, I bet you he's smashing the cancel button every ten minutes. He opens that app. Yeah, know, and you can't.
0: You know the funny thing is about the Brees Hall's day is that it could have been a lot bigger because he got tackled at the Bro. one yard line twice, twice, and then and then and then, and then, and then the ensuing play. Him and Michael Carter were in the backfield together. They faked a, a, a flare pass to Brees Hall and handed it to Michael Carter for the yes. Time. It they was ran. so so triggering. Oh my so gosh!
1: Triggering. And he I needed had
0: like a forty I, burger. Either. I needed one of
1: those. I needed one of those in our home league because I didn't start Geno and I and I lost because I start David Carr and I could have had e- either one of those. I you didn't have to give me both. I wasn't gonna be greedy. Just yeah. give me one of those touchdowns, man. Yeah, That's all it took. And they ran the same play both times, and they the just same didn't stop exact it.
0: Play. Same exact play. You know, even though he still got in the end zone, still got his touchdown, but he could have had three. Yeah. He could have had three, and he could have had a, a mega breakout. And basically, uh, if, if, if there's a chance to go buy him this week, buy high. Buy high, give up whatever you need to give up to acquire him because he's going to smash the rest of the season. So yeah, and that, this, is my, this is my call to all fantasy managers that don't have Brees Hall on their roster – Go get him, you know, whatever it takes, whatever it takes.
1: Yeah, I definitely co-sign with that. You know, I mean, a lot of these these young running backs are, you know, kind of making a name for themselves um, so far early in this season. Uh, I mean, we've seen Kenneth Walker. He's got the job now. We just saw what he did once Penny got hurt. He broke a big-ass run. 69 um, yards to the crib. Yeah, you saw about Brian Robinson. He came back this week immediately got touches and it looks like Anto- Antonio Gibson is, is dead in the water. It looks like it's, it's over.
0: You kick got returns. Ron. Ri-
1: yeah. You got Ron Rivera talking about, Oh, now we can use him a kick returns, bro. What? Oh my god.
0: What? Don't even get me started on, 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 oh on that. God. Don't oh even god. get me started on that. Like that's, you know, Brian Robinson, you know, he, it, it, it's an amazing story. Him seeing him come back. Uh, But when he came back, he, you know, that, that running game wasn't really effective. Only nine carries, 22 yards. Um, so the, he left a lot to be desired on the field, but, you know, Ramondre Stevenson, on the other hand for the Patriots, he did not, he did not leave any meat on the bone, nope. uh, because he, when, you know, he got his opportunity to play uh, a lot more snaps when Damian Harris, went out with his hamstring injury, a 90%, 90% snap share, um, in his absence and 25 carries 161 yards. So he's absolutely smashed. And you know he's you know he's going to have a, a pretty favorable schedule over the next four weeks until they're by, uh, you know the next four games they play the, the Browns you know they give up the third most fantasy points uh, to running backs the Bears they give up the ninth most. The Jets, the Jets in the uh, uh the Jets and the Colts, fifteenth and sixteenth respectively. So, uh, pretty favorable schedule for for Ramondre Stevenson. He's he's teed up to be an RB one. So, if you guys you know drafted him in the you know the seventh eighth round like you did, and you know kudos to you guys for being patient and not bailing on him. He's about to pay off pay pay off in a big way. Pay off in a big way.
1: Yeah, man. Um, before we get to talking to. And uh, some of the other reactions, we got to talk about the Matt Rule firing. They were already that stuff was already speculated before they even finished that game on Sunday. And then sure enough, Monday morning, he got the boot, but he got fired on tarmac. Honestly, Yeah, at least he didn't get the treatment that uh, Herm Edwards did where the president and the AD met him on the field after a, a game they weren't supposed to lose. Yeah. It looked like they fired him in the in the in the end zone. They fired it,
0: him in the end zone. That's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> that that was that was trash, man. I was so I was, yeah. was kind of angry triggered by that. That was that yeah. was not right. That was yeah, not right. Was
1: ruthless. But Very back funny. to Matt Rule. It was about time he didn't know what he was doing. He kept he wanted to be he wanted the offensive coordinators to be scapegoats. Nope, as you, my friend, you just you you're not it. Just go back to college. But I mean, as you can see, that he's getting a lot of money the um uh, you know the the kind of just sit around 40 I mil think, uh, almost 900,000 a week yeah for the, for the next what 48 for for a while 48
0: so, months so 4 years
1: yep. yeah it's a it's a you know that's a great deal you know <laughs> i wouldn't mind getting getting fired and doing nothing being bad at my <laughs> being bad at my job so yeah um hopefully i don't know who's going to be have you seen who's going to be running the who's going to be the interim um, is it going to be Get Is it an uh, offense coordinator? Do it might know? be McAdoo. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Right, regardless of the fact, hopefully we see this offense do something, man. I yeah. know a lot of people that have DJ Moore are just hoping for anything, anything, man. The only bright spot has literally been CMC. Um, and hopefully they don't slam him up the A gap. He's not an A gap type of runner, my guy. So yeah.
0: But hey, look. I mean, for 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 all for all the the Carolina Panthers offenses, you know, offensive uh, you know misfortune. I mean, Christian McCaffrey seems like he's the locked and loaded RB one that we drafted him to be uh, in 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 uh, late late August, or early September. It seems like Baker Mayfield is as bad as he is. He's throwing a lot of passes to Christian McCaffrey, like we like we needed like like we needed him to. Yep. So that there's he's the obviously the lone bright spot in that offense. But again, to your point. Let's hope that they open this offense a little bit more and give some more opportunities to to DJ and you know see if they can they scheme him some uh, scheme him some uh, some good looks, put him in space and things of that nature and and, and hopefully we'll see a change. Um, I do I do remember you know if if it is if it is Macadoo, I mean just if you look back to 2014 and 2015 and 2016, he did have a guy by the name of Odell Beckham as the number one receiver and for you know for whatever reason he was able to. Do some things with him, scheme him yep. open, and he was off to a Hall of Fame trajectory. And so, yep. if if we can get DJ Morrison some, some of those similar looks, and to, you know to see what happens, um, maybe PJ Walker can in, in inject some life into this offense. I know that's asking a lot. but <laughs> We've seen Baker Mayfield play for six for five weeks, yeah, and it hasn't been pretty. So, can can it can it get any worse? I I would like to I would like to believe it can't but that's just me being in a you know an internal in a eternal optimist yeah. so to speak yeah uh, man but uh, but another but another thing we we need to kind of shed some light on um the Packers game in L- the Packers game versus the Giants in London like that was that was a collapse and i think the biggest reason why they collapsed was they just stopped running the ball. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers threw the ball 39 times and AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones combined for 19 uh carries. And you know just kind of staying on staying on aj dillon for a little bit uh it does it does not look like he's paying off that sixth round sixth round adp very much at all you know you know another 34 scoreless yards only six carries played a season low snaps uh snap percentage at 31 percent and his target share he's not even being used in the passing game you know we went from you know 17 percent target share to 12 to nine to six and then obviously this game in london zero so what you know, there's there's a lot to you know to look at in that Packers Packers backfield and that Packers offense in general. What um, what are your what are your thoughts on this on this Green Bay offense? Uh,
1: it was very weird. I mean, they controlled basically the whole first half. Your, I know you, you really don't really trust your pass your pass catchers like that. You got two really good running backs. I just don't. I just didn't understand why they stopped running the ball. Um, they get some. It wasn't like they weren't being. I thought they were moving the ball, okay, at least on running the ball. So I was that you at least keep going, do it in the second half. You know, just I don't know the offense. Just it just looked off. I just don't just didn't understand why they kept running the ball. Um, but like you were saying, Dylan, he doesn't really like right now. He has any standalone value. Uh, it'd be remiss if I didn't say you probably shouldn't start him until they start. You know, go back to what they were doing a couple of weeks ago where they were making sure that these guys got at least 15, 16 touches each. And on top of that, like you said, the target share has gone down each week. Like he's not getting any looks on top of that. So uh, for somebody that nobody wants to tackle when he gets an open field. So I don't know, man. Um, even, I mean, even uh, uh, Green was, you know, struggling to, you know, see passing targets the last two weeks. So just – Go back to what worked the first, the, the first couple of weeks of the season. I mean, it's not hard. Like, I just don't get it. Like, yeah, yeah. get get these, these guys teams, the ball.
0: These teams like to deviate from things that work, and they they make excuses as to why they didn't go back to it because of <laughs> a, a, a defense that gave them a certain look, and they took no. Like, you can do, you 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 can do you can do that. Like, you have two talented running backs. You have a running game. You have a good offensive line. You can run the ball. Right, you can run the ball. So speaking of talent, we're not getting the most out of uh, the Bengals offense. What do we make of them? You know, Joe Burrow's. You know, he has a a very low yards per attempt. He's struggling with the cover two shell. Uh, you know, defense. What what is happening with the Bengals offense? Because they they just can't score points. Those explosive plays that we that we knew that we that we come to know and love from last year aren't there now. We did we did we did kind of speculate that there would be some regression. Uh, from you know, year over year, because all that efficiency that they had was just—we felt like it was unsustainable. But they just kept week after week turning out big play after big play. But now, I mean, we're seeing we're seeing them kind of come back down to earth. So, what do you what do you make of this Bengals offense?
1: Um, you would you would want to blame the you want to you would you would think that the offensive line was better than last year. I think it's a little bit better than last year, but I think the main thing is that they're just. Defenses are just like, hey, you're not beating us deep. You, you're just gonna have to throw short. Um, I mean, look at Chase's numbers. Everybody's debating is now going to this debate about Higgins versus Chase. I mean,
0: they were debating that last year, kind of.
1: Yeah, they were. They were, and the numbers are close. So uh, the biggest thing for Chase, he's not getting, he's not getting those deep passes. He's not scoring those long touchdowns like he was last year. His A dot from from last year to this year went from twelve to eight point seven. So teams are, are being very wary about, especially him in terms of, you know, getting beat deep. He's still seeing a elite target share at 28%. He's fifth in the league in targets. He's second in the league in el- with 11 red zone targets for wide receivers. He's third in routes ran in the league. So it's not like – it's not like he's not he, – he's he's getting, you know, a, a less amount of work that should be, you know, distributed to your, your wide receiver one or two, or wherever. However you want to slice it up for that team is just – uh, I think I think Burrow's taking a lot of sacks as usual. Um, the A dots lower. The the you know even Burrow coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, it's kind of tough to try to figure out what defenses are doing to us. It's different." I'm like, bro, um, you and your <laughs> this is not what you're supposed to say. You just you need to figure it out. I don't know what Zach Taylor and and them are doing in terms of Zach, like, Zach adjusting. Taylor's bad.
0: Zach Taylor's yeah. bad at his job. Um, yeah, yeah, they're not
1: adjusting.
0: Yeah, like in a couple of weeks, we're gonna have to have a comment, an honest conversation about Zach Taylor, because I, I for me, I, I feel like before this, before last year's Super Bowl run, he was six and twenty-five as a coach, and yeah. he was on the verge of being fired. And so, and we're seeing a lot of those struggling tendencies. Um, that we saw in that in that six and twenty five stretch this year, rear kind of rears ugly head. So, uh, a couple of weeks from now, we're going to have to have that conversation. And you know, he's, you know, the, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of different boneheaded decisions that we can pinpoint uh, from from Zach Taylor. But that's 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 another part of it. It's just Zach Taylor being, you know, making boneheaded decisions, and Joe Burrow struggling, and Jamar Chase not getting open. Um and then Joe Mixon kind of underperforming relative to his usage. He's getting a lot of usage, which is what we love to see, right? He leads with 116 touches. He has 19, 19, you know, red zone touches, which is tied for first, but only one touchdown. It's only, only one touchdown. So, you know, on one hand, we want to say that positive regression is coming. But then on the other, you know, he's his in terms of his rushing yards over expected, he's at minus one point four seven, which is thirtieth out of thirty-one qualifying running backs that have that had at least 50 rushes so what 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 side of the what side of the ledger can we be on we don't know we just have to see them play out of this funk um but um just kind of switching gears to an offense that's not playing in a funk to an offense that is playing lights out the buffalo bills offense and that'll get us to our fantasy mvp of the week josh allen josh allen absolutely carved up And destroyed the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday uh, to the tune of 424 passing yards and four touchdowns. Then added another 40 yards passing or 40 yards rushing. And you know he got he got the scoring kicked off with a 98 yard bomb to Gabriel Davis. Uh, One of my fantasy teams enjoyed that stack very very much. Had a fifty two had a fifty point game from Josh Allen plus a forty point game from uh, Gabriel Davis. (laughs) So needless to say, I beat my opponent by 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 hundred points. But that's neither here nor there, right? Neither here nor there. But yeah, Josh Allen, uh, fantasy MVP of the week.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know the LVP of the week. We're gonna go to the Rams offense, man. Uh, <laughs> they just they look like butt cheeks, Out, man. They were outside not outside of outside of Cooper Cup. Yeah, outside of Cooper Cup. Still awesome. You're still awesome. Yeah, outside of Cooper Cup's slant that he took seventy five yards because Diggs played a, an aggressive. He was very aggressive uh, to a slant route in zero coverage. Outside of that, it was it was
0: a it was a it was more of a crossing route and he just kind of yeah. undercut it. But it was a great throw though. He had to lead he, like
1: yeah, he caught it one-handed on top of that. Yeah, one-handed. So, yeah. Outside of that, that offense did nothing. Uh we did Steve <laughs> Safford, he threw over 300 yards, cool, but the offense didn't really do anything. It was cup or Higgins and uh Cup and Higby, and that was it. So and even that it was I mean, he just caught the ball and he got tackled where he got where he caught it. So, um, overall, I mean, outside of Hig, again, outside of Higby and and Cup, you cannot start anybody in this offense. A Rob is pretty much dead. He's like been negative for you in your lineups because he, he's not returning the value of what you drafted him at. Uh, Stafford's been super garbage. Uh, Rob shouldn't
0: be rostered. To yeah, he office. shouldn't
1: be rostered at this point. Acres is pretty much almost droppable at this point. They they tried to force feed him. They tried to get him going early in the game. That did not work. He finished with thirteen for thirty three. And then and Henderson, I mean, they just used him in 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 passing down situations, which is really weird because he's looked like the better back all year, and yet they won't they won't use him as such. So
0: no no carries no carries yeah, at no
1: carries just four catches for thirty yards that's it so. Yep. LVP Rams offense, Sean McVay, Stafford. Fucking figure it out, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I concur. (laughs) All right. On to cap or no cap. All right. So for the people that are listening and might not know what cap means, basically it's another word for saying lying. So if I ask Ike, hey, the the Rams beat the, the Cowboys this past week, Ike would say. Boy, that's cap. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now that y'all understand what cap is, let's get to it. First statement for you, like J.K. Dobbins, I can trust him in my starting lineup, even when Gus Edwards returns within the next two weeks, since he's been activated from from uh, IR.
0: I'm gonna say that's cap. I'm gonna say that's cap because I, you know, J.K. Dobbins had eight carries and 44 yards his last game, and it was such a weird game script. You you saw a lot of Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, the Ravens weren't really that, that, that's the game script that, you know, you would like to see JK Dobbins be, be in a lot more, um, you know, for the Ravens to be, you know, beat to be ahead and JK Dobbins wasn't even in there only eight carries. And then you just add another running back to this rotation because that's what they do. They don't really give one running back all of the carries or most of the carries they usually deploy. A 40 40 20 split, right? You know, 40 for one back, 40 for another, and then 20 for the for a passing a, you know, quote unquote passing downs back that doesn't really get any passing down work. So I would not trust J.K. Dobbins. I mean, even though he had that really, really good game a couple of weeks ago against the Bills over 20 fantasy points, I just I don't know, man. I, I don't, I mean, you can you can probably start him this week, maybe next week, but when Gus Edwards comes back, man, I, I, I'm I'm not saying that Gus Edwards is gonna overtake him. It's just it's just another body to add in that rotation that'll just take away from um any more opportunities that J.K. Dobbins was getting. And as we've seen, or as we saw on this last this past Sunday, didn't seem like that any opportunities. So
1: yeah, it's yeah. Good. Yeah, I, I concur, man. It was weird seeing him just get eight touches, didn't get any passing down work at all. I don't know, man. Just Again, this is one of those cases where you have a, a running back recover from ACL injury. You always want to wait to that second year before you see him back to regular. And hopefully, you didn't spend great draft capital and you have to depend on them, honestly. So, hopefully, you could you just wait for the bad matchups and play them. And if there's good ones, then you got a decision to make, honestly. Next one DJ Moore is a bye candidate, cap or no cap?
0: Uh, as a as as a DJ Moore guy, as a DJ Moore, as one of the presidents or co-founders of the DJ Moore fan club, I'm gonna have to say this is cap as well. I, I I can't buy anyone else from that Panthers offense until I see any until I see how they're gonna be deployed. Right? I mean, are they gonna are they gonna start opening shit up? Are they gonna run more Christian McCaffrey between the tackles? Like, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna even are they gonna be even more conservative? There's a lot of questions that need to be answered and. Right now, I just can't trust anybody from Carolina. Uh, DJ Moore is is just not off to to a, to a hot start at all. Um, there there may be some some light at the end of the tunnel, like I mentioned earlier, with with the with the firing of Matt Rule and maybe a, a you know a potential quarterback change. But right now, man, I can't I can't trust anybody else outside of Christian McCaffrey in that offense. So that's Gavin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I had to also concur with that, man. Just it's it's sad to see, man. I thought this was going to finally be the year where he breaks the, you know, the uh the four touchdown mark and he might not even depending on who they end up line up at quarterback, he might not even get to two, man. It's just it's sad to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know. Sad last one for us. Taysom Hill, we just saw what he did this past week with four touchdowns, three running, one passing. He can be relied upon in your tight end air, uh, spots in your in your lineup leagues this week. You know i'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no
0: cap. Gonna say no cap because here's the reason why. As we've come to know, tight end is a dumpster fire every single year, right? You you I mean we we had we had streamers like you know Gerald Everett shit the bed this past week um you know one catch for two yards which is pathetic and you'll be subjected to a lot of those types of games from from tight end streamers right so with taysom Hill the way they use him in New Orleans I mean they use them they use him out of the backfield they use them in the red zone they use them in the goal line um they may have him throw a pass or two that I mean if you have that kind of upside at your tight end slot, you can do a lot worse you can do a lot worse pretty i mean he's a pretty reliable um, guy in baseball because of the because of the spike week potential right i mean it it you can absorb you can absorb the variance there but this especially this week i mean i, I feel like he's he's very very usable he's very usable so um the upside that he carries I, I would be inclined to say no cap on that one i think he's very very usable so what do you think
1: uh, Yeah, same thing. I mean, I think this is no cap. I mean, w- what else do you have to lose at this point? There, after like tight end three, after you get past like Goddard, Kelsey, Andrews, what else is there that you can depend on? There's literally nobody. Nobody, bro. So, and Higby, let me take that back. And
0: Higby. Because he's been getting all those dump off yeah. targets from that shitty ass Rams offense. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: He, he leads the league in targets from tight end position. So, <laughs> outside of that, there's literally no one else. Is literally like you just put your hand in a hat, pull something out. Hopefully they do something. Hopefully they they're breathing. So yeah. hey, I'll start him too, man. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, if I got him. Hey, look, he's he's on waivers in a couple of leagues that I'm in. I might yeah. then spend a little spend a little change. Yeah. To, to, yeah. to snag him. To yeah. Snag him. I mean, we're, just, we're not we're not we're not chasing the 38 point game. We're just chasing the potential usage and the potential upside that he carries in that tight at at your tight end um, tight end slot, because, you know, as again, dumpster fire of a position, but if you have like a, basically a quote unquote Swiss army knife, like Taysom Hill to put in that position, hey, I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen. So I I, I would definitely fire him up if, if I didn't have one of the aforementioned Kelsey Andrews or Kelsey Andrews Goddard or um, uh, Higby. So, yeah. All right, so our next segment, uh, we're gonna highlight a couple of matchups to attack. So talk to me, nice. Uh, the first matchup we're gonna, gonna gonna highlight is the Bucks passing game versus the Steelers defense. And we've seen the Steelers defense kind of give up the cheeks. They give up the most fantasy points per game, reception, you know, reception yards, slot reception yards to wide receivers per game, and they give up the fifth most points to quarterbacks. So Brady is starting to dial up those pass attempts again. Those weapons are getting healthy. Uh, you know Godwin Evans, uh, Julio didn't play, but I think he'll play. I think this this upcoming week they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fire it up and they're going they're going to put some points on the board against the Steelers. Quick thoughts?
1: Uh, no, I concur. I mean Brady, he's up the third third in uh, passing attempts in the league, so it looks like they just want to throw the ball. You know, you know Brady likes to play with his his toy, so uh, I just expect him to throw the ball. A lot and often, so you can start him. You can start Godwin. You can start Evans. You can start Fournette You know, just everybody with with confidence.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's that was that's a relatively simple one. Um, another simple one is uh, the Zach Hurts versus the Seattle defense. Uh, the Seattle defense, we've seen them get torched. They give them the most fantasy points per game to tight ends at twenty at, at about twenty five and. They give up the most fantasy points to tight ends lined up in line. So they get up on line of scrimmage and they still do work. It, it doesn't matter if they if it, it doesn't matter if they're in the slot. It doesn't matter if they're in line. It doesn't matter where they where they line up. If you're a tight end, you're going to get you're you're going to get some uh, get get some work in and get that Seattle second that Seattle defense those linebackers and those safeties. And you know Seattle they're probably the worst defense in the league. Uh, if 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 really outside, of it, outside of Detroit, outside of Detroit. Seattle and Detroit, and they just played two weeks ago, and yep, you know they scored ninety three points <laughs> between the <laughs> two of them. So go figure, right? So yeah, uh, Zach Ertz for the Seattle defense, and on the other side, I mean the Air, the, the Cardinals, they, I mean the, the the Seahawks, they have a pretty good matchup on, in, in their own right. Um, you know, Arizona's defense isn't that good either, but although they did play well against the uh, yep. against the against the Eagles this past week, so we'll give them credit. We'll give them a little credit there, but you know, by and large for for how they've played the majority of the season. They have not been that good. So, you know, Geno Smith and those wide receivers have been playing lights out so far this year. And uh, I think this is another opportunity for for another air show.
1: Yeah, I definitely concur. I expect a lot of points in this game. This might be the first, uh, you know, how they were hyping up the NFC West matchups and the AFC West matchups to be all over uh, 50 points. Maybe this might be the first one that actually does it. Well, second one, because we just saw the – we just saw KC and in, in Vegas go over over that fifty point mark. So, hopefully, we see a lot of points here. I expect Ertz to be peppered since he's the second favorite target in that offense um, in Arizona. So, all right, let's get to the Thursday night game preview. We, we got uh, this should be quick. <laughs> this should be very quick. We got we got the we got the lowly Bears versus the lowly Commanders. Uh, Vegas got this total around thirty seven and a half to thirty eight. So. Jeez, they don't expect nothing to happen here. Uh, but basically a couple touchdowns and field goals from each side, basically. So and to have Chicago favored by one, somebody has to be favored, I guess. So um they're they're favored by one point. I don't really have anything interesting to say. <laughs> there's really no there's no really no no uh no fantasy players of of I mean you can start Samuel, probably start McLaurin because you drafted him high. Uh, you're probably starting uh, David Montgomery. And outside of that, good luck. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're not touching any I don't want anything to do with the, the Washington running backs. I don't want any do anything to do with either tight ends on each team. Uh, t- Chicago's given up 124 brush yards per game, which is fifth most. But do you, do you expect Washington to be able to run the ball against them? And if they are, which running back is going to do it? So, No need to play that game. So um, no maybe fields if you get if you're really, 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 really desperate because the commanders give it the most the fifth most pass yards and fantasy points per game. So I don't really have nothing else to say about this one. I don't even want to watch it, honestly. So
0: the only thing the the only thing I'm interested in 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 this game, a couple things. Well, number one, Justin Fields, uh, I would take his prize pick prop at 165 and a half passing yards I would definitely take the over okay uh you know the last two weeks 174 yards and 208 yards he's hit those he's hit his over in the last two games and they're starting to dial up more pass attempts yep. and setting it 165 versus a, a defense that's been bad at stopping opposing quarterbacks I think Justin Fields and that offense they're going to start um you know you know airing it out and I would actually kind of lean towards the over in this game too Thirty-eight points versus a bad you know, a bad defense and two, you know two defenses that aren't that great. Um, I, I would I would definitely lean towards the over and uh, obviously David Montgomery coming back. Uh, you know basically relegating Khalil Herbert to you know to 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 his normal backup role. I mean that that only la- you know unfortunately that 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 Khalil Herbert hype only lasted about a week. Before David yeah. Montgomery, David Montgomery took it all back, but yeah, it would be it would just basically be Justin Fields. Maybe he can connect a couple of uh, you know, can connect on a couple of downfield attempts to Darnell Mooney, but outside of that, uh, yeah, this game is it's going to be it. Yeah, I don't I don't know, uh, but those are the only two things that I'd be interested in to be
1: quite. Oh, I, I would want to add since we we dabble in we're talking Price Picks real quick. I would also look to Justin Fields' rush yards because he's hit. Over uh, I think the rush yards is at 40 and a half. He's been over that number three or four games, three or five games so far this season, the last three in a row. So I would look at that. You know, they've been dialing up, he's been you know, scrambling a little bit more. So keep an eye on that. And also, you know, I, I like the field goal props.
0: Oh yeah, for, field goals. For,
1: for people for that 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 be that that uh there are in the Discord, the destination definitely discord. I like talking about field goals. Uh Carol Santos, one and a half over one and a half field goals. He's he's hit three in a, the last two games. Um, and with this point total, we're expecting it's a weird point total. So we're expecting a couple touchdowns and you you might see a couple field goals. We know both these offenses ain't really that good. So they'll probably get to the area and you know, maybe they'll they'll kick some field goals. So I'll be looking looking at that number for for Carol Santos.
0: 20 to 17, 20 to 16, 23 to 20. We yep. see, can see a score like that. But yep, enough about good. that game. Enough about that ugly game. <laughs> Let's talk about the good ones. Sunday, um, the, the Sunday and Monday games. Um, well, this this first one we'll start off with is may not be a good one. Um, but we want to look at the the, the Rams versus the, the 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 Panthers. And this is the Panthers' first game with their in their new interim coach. Still don't know who it's gonna be. Um and you know, we asked this question earlier, like what you know, we we want to see this offense open up, right? Um, you know, we talk, we've seen PJ Walker play. Uh, he wasn't good in any game that he played last year. <laughs> um, Not so, one. Um, I don't know how much confidence he instills in, in in us to to see Carolina do some do something worth a damn on offense outside of feeding Christian McCaffrey, which is you know, which what which is what we like to see. But there's also another guy named DJ Moore is pretty damn good that we want to see fit, fed as well. So that's that's one that's one thing to keep an eye on. um. But the big but the big game, the main event, the rematch of the divisional round. Yes. Bills at Chiefs playoff rematch over under 54. All your studs. If you got somebody in this game, you put you put them in the game. You put them in there.
1: Yeah, you put them in. You, there, you, you put
0: them in there. You don't need us to tell you that. But this is going to be a fireworks show of mass proportions. Um, At least at least that's the hope. Right. I mean, we will get to the game and then it's 17 to 10. And, you know, at the end of the third quarter and with a bunch of like punts and three announcing shit, just like, (laughs) you know, but um, but but I but I believe there's going to be a lot a lot of points scored in this game. Uh, We we just saw we just saw that the Chiefs defense kind of get diced up by Derek Carr and Devontae Mm. Adams. Mm. And so there's there's going to be some opportunity for the Bills to to, to cook and eat. Uh, yeah. What what other what other matchups did you want to did did, did did you want to highlight uh, for, for the uh, Sunday Monday slate?
1: We did talk about the Arizona and Seattle divisional gang. These are two bad defenses with a over under a 51. I mean, it goes without saying, I mean, both. Both these teams are bottom th- bottom three overall in the league in terms of sacks with six and eight. So you don't even expect too much pressure that each team is going to see. We've seen Seattle's offensive line vastly improve with, with their draft picks that they made uh, this past draft. So um, I just expect a lot. I expect a lot of points, man. Um, I see Tyler Lockett, D.J. D.K. Metcalf. You know, doing some work. I expect Kyler to, you know, figure it out with with Hollywood Brown and Zach Ertz and Rondell Moore. Uh, We'll figure out. We'll see what happens with their backfield. Uh, And then I'm excited to see, uh, you know, uh, Kenneth Walker to see what he can do. Maybe he can repeat what he did towards the end of the game uh, this past week. We broke that long ass run, man. Uh, I know a lot of people are thinking that he's going to be a league winner. They've been waiting for him to be deployed. And now now we're here. This is why you drafted him.
0: Yep. This is, this is precisely why I drafted him in one league. Um, I think I drafted him in like, like the ninth round. Yeah, it was. Is in my home league where we did the uh the, the, the live draft. It was that draft. Yep. Okay. So um, so I got Kenneth Walker and Saquon Barkley. Hopefully, Kenneth Walker can save my season because injuries have have ravaged my team <laughs> <laughs> in, in that in that league. So hopefully, you know, Kenneth Walker can just start doing some work immediately, and he looks like he has a pretty good matchup uh, right out the gate.
1: He does uh, another game that uh, I'm excited to see. Surprised about this total being kind of low is the Bengals versus Saints. I know we just talked about Taysom Hill with the fourth touchdown game. We also talked about the struggles of the of the offense that the Bengals are having right now. I know we seen T. Higgins. He was on basically snap count. He shouldn't have even played if he was if he wasn't going to be fully used or even used in the red zone area at least. If he was on a pitch count, I didn't understand. So we know the Saints defensive line is gonna ravage, ravage that Bengals O-line. So it's gonna be interesting to see in terms of if Chase, you know, can you know break out this little mini slump that that he's in? We're expecting them to see. I mean, everybody's expecting him to you know put the two two touchdown game, 200 yards. Like people want to see it. Not sure if you're gonna see it here, cause this the Saints defense is not. Is not good. I want to say middle of the rows. It's, it's kind of average. We've seen, I mean, just Gino Smith again, just past week torched them. And I, th- last week, if you listen to me, I told you Tyler, Laika was going to smash them and he, and he smashed them. Oh they yeah, they can't, they cannot cover the slot. So hopefully the Bengals watch film and put chase a lot more in a slide, or we're going to see Tyler boy, Tyler, Tyler boy cook them. So, um, I'm interested to see that what they're going to do with that. And I'm also interested to see if, if Jameis is really going to be back this week of and if they're the, the Saints top three wide receiver options are if they're going to be available because we just saw uh, we saw uh, Chris Olave He got knocked out towards the end of that last game with and also with Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. Uh, dealing with injuries
0: they did say uh michael adam chapter tweeted on sunday morning that michael thomas is expected back against okay. uh, the Bengals, so he'll okay. he, he should be back but yeah we'll have to monitor the practice participation throughout the week for Chris Olave. hopefully yep. he's you know he clears the protocols but i think the average time to come back from a concussion is nine days so it's it, it may he may he's, be cutting it close, cutting so we'll, close. See. We'll, yep. we'll see we'll see and then we got the vikings dolphins um you know it's Tyreek Hill, that he's like the 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 one that we need to see. Uh, is, is he healthy? And also, the the quarterback situation is in flux. I mean, are, are we going to get Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater back? Are we going to get Tua back? Or are we going to see Skylar Thompson, who was pretty shitty last <laughs> week? I mean, what I mean, what there's there's a lot of questions on the Miami side, but um, in terms of the Vikings, they they have a pretty good matchup. Dalvin Cook is coming off his best game of the season. He finally you know had some positive regression go his way, a couple of touchdowns. And then that Miami, you know, that Miami defense just gave up a lot uh, to, you know, to to Brees Hall, and to a kind of lesser extent, Michael Carter. So I look, I look I looked for Minnesota to kind of keep that going, um, especially in the ground game, and obviously through the air. Justin Jefferson remains awesome, remains a must must start, RB, you know, wide receiver one, top overall wide receiver next to Cooper Cup. So um, that should be no questions, no questions there. And then obviously uh, the the Sunday night game, the Cowboys Eagles. There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of storylines there. Is, is Dak Prescott coming back, or is it going to be Cooper Cooper Rush uh, for the for the fifth fourth straight week fourth straight week? Yeah, fourth straight mm-hmm. week. Uh, Cooper Cooper Rush for the fourth straight week. Um, you know, are we gonna are we gonna get another you know ground ground and pound? And is he going to throw more than sixteen passes <laughs> in this game? And and how's that defense gonna gonna take gonna gonna handle the, the, the Eagles rushing attack? That's the biggest. That's the biggest matchup that we need to look at. Um, within there is just uh, you know, what's going to happen in the trenches? What's going to happen in the trenches?
1: Yeah. Um, even the the Eagles defensive line versus the Cowboys offensive line, uh, the the O line for the for the Cowboys have been decent. Uh, the Eagles defensive line has been elite this so far this season. So it'd be interesting to see because if it's not good, like if it was, if it's anything like that Rams game, then. The Cowboys, they they we might get beat down, and you might see <laughs> you might get beat down, man. You might see Jalen Hurts, you know, go off in that first quarter and just be chilling in the second. So, on the Eagle side, you can start, you can. I mean, I would start everybody that that's important on that offense uh, with fairly amount of good confidence. On the Cowboys side, <sighs> Pollard, Zeke, uh, Lamb. and CD Lamb,
0: and that's it. That's it. That, that's uh, basically it. Uh, Dalton Schultz is is, bat, is battling an injury again, so he just can't stay healthy this year. He should, yeah, he uh, should just
1: stay out, man. He probably, probably
0: should just sit through the bye, honestly, because it's yeah. probably not worth it. Um, but, you know, Michael Gallup is back, running more routes. Noah Brown was relegated to basically nothing, uh, you know, basically yep. nothing. We haven't seen anything from the, the third round rookie Jalen Tolbert this year. So um, it's going to be a very condensed passing attack and it's probably going to be another ground focused game. So, yeah, um, and they'll probably try to make uh, Cooper Rush beat them. And so and we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Because a lot of the people, you know, say that Cooper Rush is better than Dak and he's probably going to have to prove it. Probably going to have <laughs> to prove it this game. And so we're going to we're going to really find out because we know how Dak plays against the Eagles. Dak plays well well against the Eagles. He owns the Eagles. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see what Cooper Russ got. Let's see what he got.
1: Yep. Prime time, man. Let's see it. Yep. All right. Bold predictions. Last week, I already talked about this when I said Tyler Lockett. Well, I pressured me to go from top six to top three. Yes. And, uh, you know, Tyler Lockett. Top top six. top, 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 Top six. Yeah. From top 12 to top six. Yeah. But we saw Tyler Lockett, he's like, hey, I got you, Gene, you know. I'm going to finish three. And that's what he did. I told you the you're same welcome. slot. De- you're yeah, welcome. Okay. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We did. I talked about specifically the slant slot defense was bad, and they showed it. He scored two long touchdowns in that game. So, uh, And then, uh, Ike, I know you didn't have one this past week, but you, you're going to be back this week, man. I know you were I trying to recover from – You recovered uh, from –
0: yeah, my my pick got uh ruled out due to a yeah. hamstring injury. Uh, my but don't just just for context, my uh my bowl prediction was going to be Kyle Pitts to finish as a top was a top three tight end, top five. I think tight. you said
1: top, I think you said top five, but it doesn't yeah. matter. Nobody knew. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, what, whatever. Anyways, yeah, uh, he was going to finish as a top between the top three, top five tight end. I just I felt like you know his his talent was going to win out, and he was. He'll find a way to, you know, to to, to persevere um, through you know, Arthur Smith's uh, boneheaded boneheadedness. Um, so, yeah. But on to this week. Gene, go ahead and kick us off.
1: Yeah. So my pick for this week is Kyler Murray will be a top three quarterback this week. We have not seen him finish higher in uh, quarterback nine this year so far because we I mean, as you've seen, that offense has been a really struggle struggle bus. Coach Bro hasn't still hasn't figured out how the motion people around the offense just do different things just just very vanilla. Uh, but per P F P- per P F F, he scored sixteen points below expected fantasy points. It's a tool that I've been using to kind of leverage how uh, I want to look for my picks and uh, how I uh, leverage in terms of players I want to use for prize picks. So if you have a a P F F subscription, then you can look into using that tool. Uh, as we also stated before, this is a 51-point total right now. Uh, Seattle gives up 31 points per game. Only Detroit gives up more. I think Detroit gives up 34 point game, points per game. And then also they give up the seven of the most passing yards per game. So I expect Kyler to have a really good game this week, man. And, you know, Zach Ertz, Hollywood Brown, all those weapons, I expect them to do really well this week. So top three quarterback for Kyler Murray.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Um, I don't have nearly as much detail as you um for my pick but my pick is is strictly off of a hunch and based on increasing usage over the last couple of weeks i think that rashad white running back for the tampa bay backup running back for the top tampa bay buccaneers is going to finish as a top 24 running back Hmm. and the the it's it's really simple it's, the, the steelers defense is bad and as we talked about earlier that's one of the matchups we want to attack especially through the air and he he boy, Rashad White is running is running some more routes um, over the last couple of weeks. He's playing he's playing more playing more snaps. He's actually earning his way on the field, especially in blitz pickup and, and passing downs. Uh, there was a couple of clips uh, la, you know, in last week's game where he protected Brady from a blitz, and uh, and Brady was able to get the ball out and complete complete a pass for for, for a couple of first downs. So I like Rashad White. Um, he you know he, he's 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 uh, he's he's a very nice player. Um, he's going to get some looks the, out of the backfield, and and I, I think it's I think it'll be enough uh, to to warrant him being in the top twenty four uh, this week. And so Rashad White, top twenty four
1: running back. I, I like lock
0: that. it in lock it yeah. in.
1: <laughs> I like that. And you know that we are at the end of the show again. I appreciate everybody listening to to us uh, each week. Uh, we try to give y'all. Some some good content, actionable content that you can take back to your leagues and apply to, you know, your lineups each week and 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 possibly pickups, trades or what or whatnot. So again, this is Eugene. You can follow me on Fantasy Jeans, that's G E N E S on Twitter. Follow our official Twitter handle, at Off the Line FF, where we drop our bold predictions, our prize picks, uh, picks to make some money this week. We're, we starting to heat up. Finally, yep. um, you can, you can also follow Ike at just underscore Ico nine. Uh, you know, you just follow our Twitter, our Twitters, man. We're, we're, I think we're pretty funny. Uh, we, we even, you know, talk about stuff outside of football. We'll drop memes, videos, yep. what it not. I think, I think I'm a good follow. So, yes. um. Yeah.
0: I, I concur. <laughs> I concur. Follow us, follow, us. follow um, us and let's get these jokes off together.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Try to keep it try to keep it light, man. I know yeah. people might be struggling with injuries or, or you know their fantasy season's not going as, as as it as they think it should. Uh so you, you try to keep it light in the, in this fun game. So and always don't forget about our newsletter. We drop every Friday, 701. We drop fire, we talk about Devi uh ADP, we talk about you know uh draft uh dynasty dynasty uh drafting dynasty lineup. Strategy, redraft strategy. We drop bets. We drop prize picks. You know, we do everything, man. So you know, yeah. check us out.
0: Yeah, we're we're a do it all shop over here at Destination Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Do it <shop. laughs> all shop.
1: Right, Are you got anything else before we get up out of here?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, my my surgery's tomorrow, so by the time this pod drops, uh, I'll yeah, probably man. be on the, the finest of narcotics, uh, <laughs> you know, or pain 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 meds and painkillers. So uh, you know, wish me luck. I'm yeah, trying man. To get this trying to get this achilles repaired and, and and get back to get get back to my uh my active working out lifestyle but i will not return to that flag football field i am retired oh, retired man. for good retired Damn, i was man. i was retired for about three years and i was convinced yeah. to go back out there and then you know to be social and <sighs> hey it's 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 my own fault it's my own fault so hey uh you you, you live and you learn you know you, you live and you learn so uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I got going on. And again, you know, just follow content, follow, follow the, our official Twitter handle, follow, um you know, follow all the, all the, all the dope content we're doing on, on the podcast feeds. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I got next week. And just, you know, make, make sure you, you check, you check out the, the waiver wire pod. Hopefully there's a couple of guys that, that, uh, that might, that might've slipped through the cracks and that are still available somehow, some way snatch them up, snatch them up. Uh, you know, just continue to follow us and, uh, and hopefully we, uh, continue to give you some good inf- good info
1: yeah man hoping for a a, a good surgery in a, a swift recovery man thank so, you sir much yeah.
0: appreciated
1: yeah man but on that note we'll talk to y'all good people next week until then make some moves go get some W. so y'all be safe peace